What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to our latest episode of our 9 a.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. The way you articulate um, trouble. The way you articulate trouble is triumph. I find triumph in trouble. Because I am not trying for victory. I am fighting what? From victory. Today we did sound check. A dude walked up to me. He was like, bruh. You know, we was running around probably the most colored people in, 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 in. I'm like, where y'all at? Where y'all been? Where y'all been? Where y'all been? He's like, bruh. Oh, no. It's something about your voice, something about how you just talk. You got it, bruh. <laughs> something about your voice. Something about the way them words, I, I, heard, I heard somebody else say the sky. And then it's something about when you said the sky, it made me look at the sky. I heard my, my homie tell me, bro, it's going to be all right. But it's something about when you said, bro, it's going to be all right. It just hit different. The other artist said, let's go. Then you get up there and say, let's go. And it's like, you made me, where are we going? There, there's power in your voice. There's movement. The mountains are still being moved. The word upon your lips and get all them opinions and feelings and emotions off of your conversation. Praise should always be a part of our daily conversation, our conduct and our construct, our makeup, who we are. Our lives are planned around the word. The word helps us schedule our lives. The word dictates my spouse, my, who I'm picking to be a spouse, who I'm picking to be a friend. Ain't good enough they Christian. Are they Christians that live by faith, not by sight? Are they Christians that walk by the word? Are they Christians that love God? Are they Christians who have discipline. I don't care if you're a Christian. I don't care if you go to church. Do you follow Jesus? Being a Christian ain't a requirement. You can be unequally yoked with a Christian. I don't know what that was, but it was something. Think that's what I used to do when I used to throw pitches. So I think that last word was a was a throw to you. I don't know if you caught it though. The word of God is only is the only prescribed medication that will make a soul whole. Therapists can help you a little bit. Psychologists, psychiatrists can help you a little bit. But if their advice is not the word then you don't got nothing to stand on. You're building your house up on sand. I don't know how many sand houses, sand castle psychiatrists been building in people's lives for $120 an hour. And then you want the pastor to counsel for free. Do you know, I, I probably know more that can help you than, than your favorite psychologist. Because I don't only got what I learned in school. I got right now stuff that the Lord is still teaching. 
The Lord can not only help you in 2017, but he'll know what can help you. See, when you're just basing information off science and when things change, science get old sometimes. But the Lord always got a prescribed appeal for your ill. Church supposed to be busted, disgusted, and broke and do everything for free, but we'll go pay the world to give us some advice they got out of a book. Shaka Khan. Her mama named her when she was praying in tongues. She heard Shaka Khan. They want to hear me doing that Shaka Khan. The word gives me standing power. Say, I stand. The word has bounce back power. Say bounce back. Look at your neighbor. Say bounce back. Bounce that bounce back. Everybody love a bounce back story. God does too. The word provides what? Strategy. Some of these things I left the nugget in, um, but the scripture and things that were given the last few weeks, you got to go get the app and listen yourself. 2 Samuel 5, there the Philistines left their images, and David and his men took them away. The Philistines came up, what? Again, what I took out was the first battle that they fought and won. The first battle that, they, remember last week, I talk, we talked about it, we gave the scripture, and then we talk, we, this was the second part of them coming back. Amen. Some of y'all don't remember. I re- that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Like, I remember 2 Samuel 5, but I don't remember the story. I don't remember the story. That's okay. That's why we do it again. Recap. The Lord told them to go out. And the first time they had the fight. But the Lord still promised victory. And then we gave the scripture, the the nugget of the the word provides what? Right. Amen. Let's go back to it. Let's go back. No, we're going to go back. Recap. We're going to stay parked right here. I got new stuff for you, but we can't get new stuff until you take care of the old stuff. Back. Back. The word gives what? And then next. The word what? Then next. The word provides what? Strategy. The word provides strategy. The word provides a way out. The word provides access. The word provides a way around. The word provides shortcuts. I, mean, I don't know about you. I used to love shortcuts. Sometimes you can be a little ghetto with shortcuts. You, know, you, you see people cut. I remember one time we went to go see Lecrae and them, and I seen some friends in line. And I just got in line with my friends. Dude behind us was super mad. Bro! I'm like, I'm sorry. I got peeps. He was just mad, and I didn't say nothing. I just loved him. As soon as we walked in together, he came up to me and apologized. Sir, I'm, so, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I was just, man, we were just out there so long. See, when you just stand, folks apologize to you. You don't got to flex. Where I'm from, he would have did all of that, and then somebody would have turned around, owed me, and what? Then all of this would have stirred up. I'm like, it's all good, sir. I'm, I just, I'm, my friend held my spot. He was, he was with his girl, so, you know, he was trying to be real macho. I was with my girl, too. All you do is start praying in tongues. And you see the devil calm down. And then we get in. He was like, I'm sorry, man. We just, I'm like, it's all good, man. I ain't losing no sleep. What is that? It's strategy. 
You can go and get angry all you want to, but I'm going to carry the word on my lips. Why? Because I am carrying the message to the world. <laughs> I'm going to carry the message to the world even when they persecute me. Even when they act a fool, what do we do? We're carrying the message to the world. Why? Because in those times, they see the grace of God. Right? Instead of you trying to uh, protect your ego, you go where he go. And you say what he say. And you do what he do. The word provides what? Strategy. You need to remember this, so we're going to say it five times. The word re- uh, provides what? The word provides what? The word provides what? The word provides what? Look at your neighbor and say, did you hear what he said? If you didn't, listen. The word provides what? Strategy. The Philistines left their images. This is the first, the first, the first victory. And David and his men took them away. The Philistines came up again. See, David knew the strategy. Because he knocked down Goliath before, and he said, nah, if I leave him there, he's too big, he's too powerful, he's too resilient, um, that's not going to take a giant out. So I'm going to have to cut his head off to make sure he gone. Like, the, the Lord is not after just uh, a season of victory. The Lord is not after a season. The Lord is not trying to give you a break from getting beat up. The Lord is not trying to just give you another chance to get yourself together so you can get back up. When you get up, the enemy should be gone. Came in one way, he gone seven other type of ways. Right? Canceled means what? Canceled. Devoured means what? Devoured. Overwit means what? Overwit. Overcame means what? Overcame. You're not, you're, no, 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 no. Free, in, free indeed means what? Free indeed. So he said, okay, you back up. Oh, my God. All right. But I love David because he always inquired of the word before he pursued. And any time David didn't pursue the word, he got himself in trouble. What if he would have asked the Lord if he should have went off that roof and slept, got that girl pregnant? He didn't say, Lord, shall I pursue it? <laughs> yeah, he sent one of his boys, go get that girl. And now he on the run. See, see, your disobedience will always have you on the run. Come up again. Philistines came up again and, the spread, and spread themselves out in the valley of Raphim. They came up again and spread out. They about to ambush these boys. Praise is what I do. When when David inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not go up. David, see, the Lord says, the fact that you're ready to fight again, I'm going to handle this one. See, sometimes the Lord has your lazy, cowardice self fighting because he's trying to train you to fight. But once you have developed the desire to fight and the will to fight and the boldness to fight, you'll find that's when the Lord says, no, I got this one. He told Abraham, go sacrifice your son. And then after he said, okay, Lord, well, you must got a way out. So they, Abraham went and the Lord said, you know what? I got a ram in the bush. Some of y'all keep having to fight the same fight because you won't fight. 
Look at your neighbor and say, get up and fight. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be no punk. He said he shall not go up, but go around behind. Here's the Lord's strategy. You see this, Daddy? Strategy. You keep on trying to fight your mama the same way, your daddy the same way, your relationships the same way. It ain't going to work. Spouses, it ain't going to work. Keep yelling at your husband. Keep yelling at your wife. Keep getting mad when they leave the underwear or you just walk by them with, with their underwear on your shoulder like, like this. It ain't going to work. Pick them up, wash them, fold them. And then they're going to realize you're carrying a message from God called grace. Wash them dirty drawers and show some love. No, leave your marriages. You get divorced. Because why? You've been doing the same thing. You ain't go to the Lord with no strategy. Lord, how are we going to make it through this? How are we going to make it out this rut? How are we going to make it through this? Lord, our money is low. We can't do this or we can't do that. Lord's going to tell you. All right, put a little bit over here. First, he's going to tell you first part of strategy is tithe. That's the first part because if I, if I could have your money, I got your heart. For your treasure will be where your heart is. So the Lord is not going to, can't will you to victory if he can't get your heart. If he does not have your affections. If you don't trust him. He says, David inquired of the Lord. He said, you shall not go up, but go around. You're going to go away. You have not went it. Went it, Paltrow. You should go around behind them and come up on them over opposite the mulberry. See, the enemy reposition, guess what that means? You got to reposition. And then he said, and when you hear the sound, when you hear the what? Sound. When you hear the one more time, when you hear the what? Sound. Can you hear me now? When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, we there, we in the trees. Then, <laughs> then, bestir yourselves. This, I'm pulling out something we didn't get last week. You keep squeeze. He said, when you get in position when you get in position say in position when you get in position then bestir yourselves we can look at don't move until you're stirred up you, you don't move until you're stirred up do not move until you stirred up for then when you're stirred up and you're in position then has the Lord gone out before you to smite the army of the Philistines. And David did as the word commanded. And smote the Philistines from Jeba to Gezer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be stirred. Be stirred. Be stirred. Say, be stirred. Make. Make. Physical or mental effort. Do not move. And then it says exert 
or rouse oneself. Do not move till you stirred up. Let me help you in the flesh realm. How many times you was cool, had self-control, then you start getting stirred up? Whether it was anger, whether it was sexual, right? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have sex, first of all, until you get married. Then you don't have sex until you stirred up. If you ain't stirred up, we're well, not driven to, for what? That's why you, you know, the world call it foreplay. I don't see that in the Bible. Can we talk? Okay, it's in, your, it's in the movies you watch, so put your religious swords down. It's in the movies you watch. It's, if we can't talk about it in the church and we leave the school system to, treat, to educate us, then we're, we're going, we're, we're wrong. But it's called this thing foreplay. In other words, on the other side, it's called worship or praise. That's what we do before we get the word and sit at his feet and become intimate and have mouth-to-mouth resuscitation with the Lord. We began to praise him and adore him and exalt him. What are we doing? We're bestirring so that we're prepared to receive and get impregnated by his word. As the Holy Spirit plants seeds inside of our womb to give birth, to perform something. Okay, okay. Be stirred. If I was to separate those, we could be, be stirred up. When you speak the word, be stern. The word comes by, the faith comes by, come on, faith comes by hearing. One more time, faith comes by hearing. And the enemy comes immediately to steal the what? Word. Why? Because if he can steal the word, he can have your what? Faith. So, how we take it from the Old Testament to the New Testament is it is not safe to move on anything until you have faith for it. Uh, 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 Google it somebody for me the word tells you if it's not done in faith it's sin I'm going to show you what the word says so what he says see because we get hasty and wonder why the promise or what God told us or the prophecy didn't come to pass but there's timing for it so while you're waiting on the promise be stirring so when God moves you what move just like that Yeah, yeah, God promised that car, he promised that house, he promised that spouse. For a time. While you're waiting for the right time, you should be what? Be stirring. You should be putting something in you, and you should be stirring, and you should go and get in what? Position. You should be preparing yourself for the battle of marriage. Look. When you get married, you're signing up for war. You think you're signing up for sex. You think you're signing up for a companion, a person you just hang out with all the time. I can just tell you everything, person. No, that's that's not what you get married for. You get married to war together. It's called purpose. You're going to war for people's lives. You're going to war for the city you live in. You're going to war for your neighborhood together. You're going to give birth to children and raise them to do what? War. The same thing. Attack is going to come against your household, your family, your children, your purpose, your job. Man, it's going to attack. Don't just go to the altar unless you're ready for war. 
Here we go. But the man who has doubts, misgivings, and uneasy conscience about eating and then eats perhaps because of you stands condemned before God because he is not true to his convictions and he does not act from what? Faith. For whatever does not originate and proceed from what? Faith is what? Sin. Whatever is done without a conviction of its approval by God is sinful. You're just doing what you want to do and ain't been approved by God. Not only does the thing need to be approved, but the timing needs to be approved. So you need the word to stand on and you need to be stirring. Because God says, when you start be stirring, I'm going to move and that's when you move. I need faith moving with me. And faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing whatever you hear over and over you don't accidentally do drugs. You don't accidentally have sex. You don't accident. You've been hearing. You've been having that conversation Eve had. And somehow you convinced yourself. Anyway, keep it pushing. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Faith comes by what? Hearing. The, the, the word mixed with faith provides stamina. 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 2 Peter 1, I think it's right, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up. Why is it important for Paul to stir you up? Why is it important for me to come to church on Sunday? That's the exciting part about my job, to stir you up with something that's alive, sharper than any two-edged sword. Why do we worship? To stir you up. What are we stirring up? What's on the inside? Then we put the word in you and we stir the word up. Why do we mix worship within the message? Because we're stirring up the word. We ain't in no rush. We're stirring up because if you leave without faith, I ain't done my job. Now, kind of you ain't did your job more than I didn't do my job. But I'm going to take some responsibility. I'm always trying to figure out a way to stir it up. Come on, let's go to the protest. We're going to stir up the word. We're going to get out these four walls, and we're going to go stir up the word in the middle of the city. Stir it up. Right? When you, when you, when you face something you don't want to face, what are you doing? You're stirring it up because the only way you're going to face it is with the word. You're applying the word. You're exercising the word. Anytime you exercise the word, you're what? Stirring it up. He said you're not going to win this battle without stirring up the word. Anybody ever got stirred up? Somebody ever stirred you up the wrong way? How you think the word work? You stir it up. And now you feel like, see, when you get when, when somebody stir you up in the wrong way, you get all kind of permission. Permission to tell them off, right? Because after you tell them off, you say, well, you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have stirred me up that way, and I wouldn't have flipped you off. We wouldn't have been in this argument if you didn't do that. What did they do? They stirred you up. That's a call a button. They pushed the button, pushed the button, and stirred you up. Like a machine. You ever see the vending machine? The old school vending machine with the little spiral thing. And then it, you, you press the button and what happened? Stir it up and bloom, bloom, bloom. Something come out. Your cookies come out. Right? It's got to come out. By law, it's supposed to come out. Have you ever pushed the button and it stirred up but got stuck? What you start doing? Stirring it up some more. Right? You got to learn how to do that in the words. Sometimes stirring ain't enough. You got to shake it up. You got to get around people that's going to shake it up. Your faith may be low, but get around some people that's going to what? Shake it up. Look at your neighbor and say, shake it up. Say, shake it, don't break it. Shake it, don't break it.
I, I think it's right as long as I am in this tabernacle, this tent, this body, to stir you up by way of remembrance. How do you stir something up? Remember how good God is. When we worship him, what are we doing? We're talking about the goodness of God. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. If he helped them out of a battle, guess what he gonna do right now? Help me with a battle. So that's what the word does. We stir each other up by speaking the word, not our opinion. And then he goes forward in 2 Timothy 1. We often read 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. But we need to back that thing up and read verse 6. That is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your what? Ordination when they prophesied over you too. I will remind you, I would challenge you. To stir yourself up. What did God say about you? What did God say for you? You got to stir yourself up and you got to speak it. God, you said this about me and remind yourself. Right? You can't be acting like a harlot declaring, declaring I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Right? You can speak the word all day, but there needs a corresponding action. If you're fearfully and wonderfully made, then act like it. For God did not give us, next verse, now we're going to drive forward. For, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and what? Self-control. Right after he says, stir yourself up. Whenever you feel fear coming up, what you got to do? Stir yourself up. Or fear going to stir you up. And then guess what? Fear come to have kids too. I've, get, I've had too many kids out of fear. I'm not talking about my children. I'm not talking, Malia, you good, girl. Just chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Too, too many. Too many. Too many things out of fear have I given birth to. Why? Because I didn't use the weapon of the word to remind myself, no, you, you long life. So people with suicidal thoughts. If they had a lifestyle of declaring the word in their lives, believing in and keeping those people around them as well, man, who knows what the, at least, at least the, the chances of them not committing suicide would increase. But what we do is we bask in fear and bask in these deadly venomous thoughts that we are too lazy to open up our mouth and stir ourselves up. The word will give you rest in battle and keep you in the saddle. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. The word will give you rest in battle and it will keep you in the saddle. Stop hopping out the saddle. Amen. Tell them you in church. 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 You can, you can, you can FaceTime them if you want to. Turn them this way. Turn them this way. Second Chronicles 20, I, I chopped this up. I just want to get to this one point. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Fear not. Tomorrow's going to be a new day. The Lord's already there. While you hear, he's there. And he's here. While you hear, he's there. 
That's why he said, don't worry about tomorrow. I'm already over there taking care of it. For the Lord is what? With you. Look, he's in tomorrow and he's with you today. Oh, Judah, people of praise, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, what did he say? What's that word? One, two, three. One more, one, more, one more again, everybody. What's that word? Believe. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall. You shall. That is a guarantee that you shall be what? Established. The Lord desires to what? Establish you. The word is meant to what? Establish you. Come on, come on, come on. The word is meant to what? Establish you. Say, I'm established. Look at your neighbor. Say, if you want to be, you're established. He said, look, believe and remain. Believe and remain. Believe and what? Remain. Believe and what? Remain. Remain. It is a beautiful thing when people find you remaining. Remaining. Believe and remain. Believe and remain steadfast to his what? Prophets. Who is his prophets? The deliverers of his word. Believe the prophets and so shall you what? Prosper. We put a muzzle on the prophet's mouth. Everybody is a prophet. These two prophesy, but not everybody has the gift, of, the, gift the office of a prophet. Everybody is to prophesy. Every believer is to exhort, edify, and comfort. Every believer is to exhort, edify, and comfort. Every believer is to what? Exhort, edify, and comfort. One more time. Every believer is to what? Exhort, edify, and comfort. <laughs> Michael Webb. <laughs> but not everybody has the office of a prophet, nor do you want it. You never seek an office to obtain respect. You never seek an office to op obtain affirmation or popularity. Don't walk into an office until you're confident as a son. Office of a prophet has great responsibility to this world. You can wake up prophesying, but don't you dare call yourself a prophet. Unless the Lord has called you a prophet, if he's called you a prophet, trust me, he will send somebody that will call that thing out. You will be acknowledged before men and sent on your way. But we've gotten into this movement of, no, we don't have apostles, but we have apostolic people. Well, be quiet. Apostolic is root of apostle. So you can't say we got apostle-like people, but we don't have no more apostles. It's like calling me Melish. Like I'm Melish. No, I'm a male. I'm not Melish. But we just apostolic. We're prophetic. Why are you not pastoric? But we're preaching five-fold ministry, but we've X'd out two of them, at least one for sure. So now we got a four, four-fold ministry? Go ahead, fight with four fingers and see how strong you're going to be. See how much punch you got without one of your fingers. No, there's apostles in the land. And wherever that apostle leads, they will be a apostolic people. There's prophets in the land. 
And wherever that prophet leads, there will be prophetic anointing in that place. There is prophetic ministries. There is apostolic type ministries. But we are heading for a huge loss if we're only apostolic. We are not apostles, but we're kind of like them. We, we kind of like them. No, if you got a pastor, you got a prophet. What's going to happen when prophets are hired because they're prophets? And then prophets are sent. What about schools that are raising up prophets to hone in on their gifts, apostles? Why are we just pastors and evangelists? And that's why we got frustrated people in the pews because a pastor is not anointed to activate in the way an apostle is. So you got folks frustrated in the pews and that's why we popping up movie churches and forcing people to watch screens because we're not activating teachers and activating pastors and letting people walk in their anointing. No. Five-fold ministry gift. That's where the church is going and that's where the church is going to stand in the last days is five offices walking together. What if somebody told you uh, you don't need two of your fingers? Which fingers would you want to keep on your hand if you had to lose three of them? Keep your thumb. Why you want to keep your thumb? It could touch all of them. Pastors can't touch all of them. Apostles can. <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on, try to go on, try to touch your pointer to your pinky. You probably could touch it, but yeah, but you, exactly. That's how hard it is to build a kingdom church without an apostle. It, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Let's build the church based on the word, not based on hype, not based on who got the biggest church. Find you a church where the word is being preached and we're building the church on. Now, see, it doesn't matter if the church is successful that we're building while I'm living. I need this thing to live until Jesus come back. Right? Some of the trendy churches, look, look for them in 80 years. No, I'm not building for 80 years. I'm building until Jesus comes back. When he, when he had consulted with people, he appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise. Uh, what, what was they singing? They were singing the word. And when they started singing the word, guess what? The Lord set ambushment or the word set ambushment. All the Lord is asking you to stand, is to do is stand on the what? Word. Sing the word. Sing the word. Don't, don't just speak the word. Sing the word. Don't just stand on it, but while you're standing, sing it. Paul and Silas sang the word. Stand on the word. Ephesians 6, look what he says. I'm not going to read all that we did last week. And take the mighty razor-sharp spirit. The mighty razor-sharp spirit sword. Razor-sharp spirit sword. Of the what? 
No, 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 no. Right, right, right. Let's look at that word. Call it what it is. Spoken word. Spoken word. You got to speak it. Why is it a double edge? It ain't just on paper. It's in your mouth. And when you agree with God, it's a double-edged sword. It's cutting from heaven and it's cutting from earth. And then guess what? Everything caught in between got to move if it ain't a God. Because he did say he's above all the heavens. And us on earth, man, we put that word in our mouth and agree with heaven. What did Jesus tell us to pray? Give us this day our day. No, 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 no. Let me back, 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 back. On earth as it is what? In heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Whatever you declare on earth as it is in heaven, it shall be. Speak that word. Let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment. Speak the word. Speak the word. Declare it over your life. If you don't know what to say right now, you should know. So this week you're going to practice. But at minimum, tell tell yourself, uh, uh, tell the Lord, whatever the word is saying, Speak it. If you, whatever words you've heard that the Lord has said, speak it. Whatever he said about you, speak it. He told you that you shall not have fear. Lord, I declare I, I walk in boldness. I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't walk in fear. I walk in power, love, and a sound mind. I am an overcomer, Lord God. I am prosperous in every area of my life. Thank you, Lord God. You are mighty to save, mighty to heal, and mighty to deliver. Thank you. Sing, the Lord. The Lord is my light, salvation. Whom shall I fear? Shall I be afraid? The Lord, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord, the Lord. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid?
speaks is alive why we set our hope on you because that's what the word say see darkness has to flee from the word every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess right the word that God speaks the word the word that God speaks is what it's alive your opinions ain't alive it's full of flesh and the word John 6 63 says the words that I speak are alive, but the flesh, death, nothing. You're not producing nothing with, 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 you're just producing more dead stuff. But the word that I speak is alive and full of power, M making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It's always doing something. It's an antibiotic. It, 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 it's all of that full of supplements, it's kombucha, it's all kinds of stuff to help your gut culture, right? Some of us, it's to help your gut culture. All the physical things that treat our physical body, the word does the same thing to our spirit, man, but it also, look, what the word does to the spirit, it also impacts the physical the same way. But not everything that impacts the physical impacts the spirit, man, the way it's meant to impact the physical man. Kombucha can't heal your soul. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him and put him to flight. Right? Right? That, that razor sharp spirit. So whenever the enemy comes in like a flood in your life, what do you do? Raise up a standard. What is the standard? The word. What God says about your situation is the standard. Not what Oprah say. Not what you. What's what's the lady? What's the lady? Ellen the ginger the gingerbread. Elder DeGeneres. Do you guys see, hear the little stuff that's out right now? They about to shut all that stuff down. See, you put your hope in man. You fight for man's rights instead of siding with God. And then you put your hope, I don't care if it's 30 years, you put your hope in a man, when they fall, you disappointed, now you got to rebuild your foundation. Now you got to throw all them books away. Because they just so pretty, and they just so nice to everybody. They give away stuff. Putting your, putting your hope in the tangible. 
the seen instead of the unseen. Man, going, I don't want to get to 80 years to find out the person I've been trusting in. Then they drop me at 80. No. Supposed to be married for 40 years to find out 40 years later they husband. No. So all that time, you go down the line. Cosby, I love Bill Cosby, bro. Love Bill Cosby, bro. And I'm not going to knock out the work he's done. my hope wasn't in Cosby his work still stands right some of y'all that's knocking R. Kelly you used to dance to R. Kelly stop it he nasty he nasty absolutely disgusting but we put our hope in people we put our hope in stars we put our hope in pop culture we put our hope in the government we put our hope in money and when it lets you down you don't know what to do why wait till it lets you it's, let me tell you it's gonna let you down Money going to let you down. Trust me, it's going to let you down. You can chase it all you want to. When money going to let you down? When you can't buy medicine that's going to heal whatever you're dealing with. When you still feel ugly when you spent all that money on that outfit. Money can't heal your soul, man. Build that nice house and renovate and do all this stuff and you still on the inside ain't renovated yet. And you're trying to make everything on the outside beautiful to heal the ugliness on the inside. For he will come like a rushing stream, which the breath of the Lord drives. What, what, what's the breath of the Lord? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy and put him to what? Flight. What put him to flight? What put him to flight? For he will come like a rushing stream with the breath. With the breath. How are you using your breath? You want the enemy to fly, guess what you got to do? Breathe the word. That's why I love this. That's why I love doing music in the middle of downtown yesterday and just in the open air releasing the word. Folks just dancing, they don't just feel good, feel good, and the word just being released. Being released in the atmosphere. And what did it do? It bought us some access. And we're going to go deeper and deeper until we sitting at tables talking to people that can make changes. The wind has went before us. I don't know what the wind is doing. You know, yesterday we went downtown and, re and sent the word. Guess what it's doing right now? I don't know what it's doing, but it's performing. It's working. It's energized. It's alive. It's charged. It's doing something. Now, now I'm on about my business. I'm on to today. Task at hand. I ain't trying to control no circumstances. Put the word on it, and it's working. And then, but about midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing the word. Persecuted for gospel's sake. They're in prison. Can, can, can you imagine us, God? We in prison. Man, this heck is stupid. Watch when we get out. This don't make no sense. JT, why that, bruh? Bru watch when they get out. We Watch. Mama, Daddy, what you looking at? Cussing the guard out. All kind of fleshy stuff, what they do. Singing hymns. Father, I stretch. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But he starts singing, it starts singing hymns. Focusing on the Lord. You could be in prison and still have peace. Joseph didn't mind being in prison because he was learning had the Lord, he had the word he was singing. But they were singing the word. 
praise to God and the other prisoners were listening. You don't know who listening to your complaining. If you can't say nothing good, shut up and pray for them. Don't be quiet. Why? Because people are listening. And let me tell you, they hear your flesh more than they hear your spirit most of the time. They'll hold against your flesh while you've been preaching to them. But then they remember when you cuss somebody out or when you talk negative. What is highlighted and ringing in their ears is that fleshy stuff. And the other prisoners was listening. The other people that's in bondage around you listening to you. They see you praising on Sunday and on Tuesday you licking their ear. Come here. Nobody in here, nobody here, everybody on the on the TV right there. Just everybody out there is gonna talk to you. Nobody in here. And this is what you understand. You gotta understand. Unchecked flesh doesn't mean permitted. And understand when you're hide, when you're hanging out with people that don't need to keep you accountable, you're hiding. You're running. Right? You must you might think you're in control, but you're running because you're running from accountability. And when you find people that hold you accountable based on the word of God, be careful running. Because you're running from God. You're not running from Ter Pastor Terrence. You're not running from your love quest. You're running from God. I'm just the ambassador, the one that's carrying the message of the gospel on my lips. I just decided to let Jesus use my lips. Suddenly. The word always brings suddenlies in your life. Suddenly there was a great what? Earthquake so that the very foundations of the prison were what? Shaken. The foundations of your prison needs to be dealt with. The, the roots of your, of, your, of your prison needs to be dealt with. Forget trying to change the bars. Forget trying to get more money on your commissary. Forget trying to get water in your prison. Forget trying to find a way to get comfortable in hell. No, no, no. What you got to do is you got to shake the foundation. And what did it say? The word goes down into the depths of man's souls, cutting. It discerns. It exposes. Stop trying to change the fruit and change the root. If you change the root, you will change the fruit. Deal with your brokenness. Deal with, don't deal with the fruit of your abandonment, your brokenness. Don't deal with that. Deal with the ugly stuff, the stuff you're scared of, the stuff you put aside. Deal with the addiction that has been running through your family. But don't deal with the addiction because addiction is fruit. But where did the addiction come from? Why do I need the drug? Why do I need the sex? Why do I need the touch? Why? Deal with the why. Not the what. I love the Holy Spirit because he gets to the root of the issue. Glad I don't serve a surface God. And at once all the doors were open. All, all the doors. I just serve a God of all. 2020, he's after all. He wants you all free. All in, bumper to bumper warranty, all. Open all the doors of your, of your man. Like everything about you, he is trying to release from you. Let it go. 
open and everyone's shackles were unfastened. See, people, see, people get free from your freedom, from your praise. Effie, everybody's shackles was free from your praise. They didn't even know how to praise God. See, sometimes, look, our bondage takes us around certain company. When I smoked weed, it took me around certain people. I didn't hang around with my good friend who don't smoke. And that's right when God, he like, okay, I'll let your weed carry you wherever you're going to go. Because then when you with the weed smokers, I'm about to deal with your heart to try to get you converted. Kanye, I need you to go and make all them albums with Jay-Z. Please go. And while you're in the midst and at the top of your game, I'm going to deal with your heart and I'm going to convert you. I need people to experience your brokenness, Kanye. I need you to wild out. I need you to punch the cameraman. Not that God made him punch him, but he's like, I'm going to use that. I knew you would lose control. Absolutely you would lose control because your mama been praying over you when you was a little boy. When you made, I wrote Jesus Walks. So I need you to go, 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 and I'm going to deliver you right in front of the whole world. Be careful while in your chains, you get people chained up tighter. If you are a believer in dealing with chains, be careful keeping people in chains. Your assignment is, and because of their praise, doors were open. Because of your praise, doors are open. Because of your faith, doors are open. Because of your hope, doors are open. Because of your resilience, doors are open. Because of your stance, doors are open. Because of your patience, your peace, doors are open. And everyone's shackles were unfastened. The word can rapidly turn around any situation. Give God some praise. Come on, give God some praise. I'm going to give you about 60 seconds to give a praise that's going to release the shackles of family and friends. We've got to be resilient in our praise. We've got to be purposeful and intentional in our praise. We're done with the message, Bernadette. We're done with the message. we got to be resilient. We got to be purposeful. We have to um, remember this morning, I said, you send the word, but where are you sending it? I want you to have 60 seconds of target practice. You're going to release the word. You're going to have a place, a person, a thing in mind, and you're just going to release a praise, their direction, that direction. You're going to release a word towards family. You're going to release a word, but not just family. Be specific. Get that person, get that place, get that thing in your mind right now. And we're going to put a, a Acts 16 praise on it. We're we going to put an Acts 16 praise on it. We're going to put an Acts 16 praise on it. I'm going to count to three. And when I count to three, we ain't going to sing on the count of three. We're going to all release an intentional praise. And I want you to see walls falling. I want you to see that family member, that coworker, free indeed, not just free. Not just coming to church. Don't see your friend coming to church. See your friend free indeed. Maybe you believe it for your parents. I don't know what it is. But if you have trouble believing for yourself, the person I want you to shout for in this service is yourself. Remember, 
in faith, in faith, convicted, believe the word, believe the word. You're stirred up right now. We just gave you some words. You're stirred up right now. On the count of three, you could, you could shout in your seat or you could stand up. You could dance for him. You could, you could, you could, you could run in place. You could clap. You could do whatever you got to do. But I want you to release while we're in the place of faith. I want you to release it. One. I want you to release it with faith and confidence. Get that person in your mind. Get that place in mind. Get that thing in mind. Whatever it is you believe in, we're going to send it. We're going to send it. We're going to send it. Lord, don't come to my house. Just send your word. Send your word. Just send your word. Two. That's two. That's two. Stir it up. You stir it up. Yes, Lord. Get that person in your mind. Get that thing in your mind. Get that place in your mind. joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.